episode 51. That means, had we stuck to our original thing of one episode a week and not had our weird week where we did five, we'd be on, like, almost the end of the year. Perhaps the best is this one. I'm surprised you didn't wait till next week to say that. Only you could have come up with that line where next week will be episode 52. But as per normal, you've made a complex story weird, but that's what we do in business. But also this week, we promised at the end of the last episode, we'd make this episode a bit less shit. So how are we going to do that, Nigel? Okay, so one of the things we need to look at in everything we do in our life is we need to look at what we did last week. Was it in alignment with where we want to be? And what self-correction do we need to do? So I've done a lot of flying in the last couple of weeks. And I we stopped off. We, we had to do an emergency landing in, I'm going to say Barcelona. It wasn't Barcelona, but it will come to him in a minute. And I got a chance to speak to the captain. And what he was saying, which was interesting, he said, most of the time when we're flying, we're slightly off course. And our navigation system puts us back on course. And nobody really knows with all the passengers that that's what's going on. Yeah. But when we are looking to achieve our goals, we're off course quite a lot of the time. Yeah. And if we know that we're going to be off course and we appreciate we're going to be off course, but we are still determined to get to the, to get to the place we want to get to, it's okay to have variations. It's okay to have stop-off points. It's okay to have variations in our thought process. So... I know for next year, and I'm virtually sorted most of next year out, that I only want to speak 90 times next year. So I've done about 100 presentations this year, plus coaching. I've had seven weeks off, plus a bit of medical time off. But I want to do 90 next year. Now, that's that's the vision. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be exactly that way. Sure. And I'm okay with that, because it might be that I do 80, but I do some more coaching, or I do 100, but I do less writing. You know, I, I enjoy writing and I enjoy doing blogs. And if people see my stuff on Facebook or Twitter, it's normally animal related. But I'm beginning to a bit more on LinkedIn and doing some articles. So that creates traction, that creates some momentum and whatever. And I realise that if you take one action with a bit of oomph and you put that together, that equals 100 miles per hour. Yep. So if you can visualise a one with a bit of oomph, it's 100 miles an hour. And so I want to do like 100 speeches or 100 events or 100 things, but you need to have momentum. You need to have some traction. And the question is, it won't all be perfect and it won't be all on song. And even if you've got a vision board and you've got a mastermind team and people are supporting you, you will be off track some of the time and it's okay. Yep. Yeah, it's normal. It's part of the process, right? But a lot of people think it isn't because they think, you know, we've got a mastermind team and we've been listening to Nigel and Neil for the year and we've booked onto their course at the end of January. We should have all our shit together. I think the very nature of my, and I used this phrase a couple of weeks ago, that excellence is not perfection. Yep. You know, and you talk about done beats perfect, that as long as you have an idea where you want to go, and as long as you're moving in the right direction, I used to have a trainer who said, you can run 
but you can't just stop. You've got to keep moving in some, even if it's at a snail's pace. And I don't want to get into the hare and the tortoise, but you've got to appreciate that there are going to be times where you're not on course. Yeah. Because family stuff comes up. Or last year, as everyone knows, I was ill. Or the book project takes a bit longer. Or the new podcast and the mics don't work. Things will come up and you will have what's called breakdowns. Mm -hmm. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of how you deal with your breakdowns. Mm -hmm. But very often breakdown comes just before breakthrough, right? Yeah. I mean, it does in the dictionary as well, but, you know. Oh, very clever, very clever. but But it's true, isn't it? You know, very often your most challenging time is just before something really, really cool happens. And the reason it's there is so you can figure out how to make that really cool thing happen. You know, we come under pressure and then it like, you know, it's that thing. If you get enough pressure, it bursts through and it comes out then, you know, with so much force and shifts you forward. And that's interesting when you talk about waterfalls, you know, when you look at waterfalls and then you look at rock formation, it's because of the consistency and the pressure of the water on the stone. And if you really thought, you know, how does water break through rock? It does if it's consistently moving, but it won't be in a perfect straight line, yep. which is why you get these great rock formations. Yeah. So for you, Neil, as we come to the end of this year and you look at your focus for 2020, if there's going to be some seismic shifts in your travel plans and with your funnel groups in America and all the other stuff you do, don't be surprised if it's not exactly the way you think it's going to be. But things change, things happen. And what we've got to consider is, what direction are we going in, and is it in the right direction? Yeah, I think the other thing to say with that, and I'm not sure if I've spoken about this on the podcast before or not, I've certainly spoken about it a lot when I've been giving speeches and presentations, is there is a phrase that I got from some friends in the US that I think comes from American sports, which is embrace the suck. And what it basically means is when you're experiencing something new, you you trying to resolve that, you are probably going to suck at it. You know, if you're, for example, you you know, you've mentioned about podcasting a few times in some of the recent episodes. If you're thinking you need to put out more content online, whether that is a podcast, whether that's Facebook videos, whether that's Instagram stories, YouTube, any of this stuff, if you've never done it before, the first time you do it, it's probably not going to be very good. Or in my case, the fifth or sixth time. And that's normal. And if you know that's normal... Guess what? You'll keep going. But what most people do is they do something once, they suck at it, and they go, I sucked at that, and they stop. No, but it's worse than that. It's not just that they think you suck at it. You get someone who says, that wasn't very good, stick to what you know. So so then you stop at trying anything new. Totally. So here's here's the story I very often give if I'm speaking about this on stage, okay? So if I'm talking about the whole embrace the suck thing, what I will say is this. Do you remember either you or more likely watching another child taking their first step. Child takes their first step. What happens next? Falls over. They fall over. Okay. And what do we do? We encourage them to get back up and take another step. And every step they take, we celebrate the step with them. We don't criticize them for the fact they fell over. Well, that's really interesting. So when you look at the animal model, when the first child is born and they're quite precious which is why often they become lion and elephants, that we're so worried about them falling over that we've got the ambulance on standby, (laughs) we've got the air ambulance just hovering above the house just in case they fall and hurt themselves. So the first child is a little bit sport and cosseted. You'll know lots of people who have the second child that the second child falls over lots of times 
We don't worry because we know they're going to be okay because we've witnessed the first child, which is why second children are much more likely to be monkey stroke dolphins yeah. than first children, which might be a, a shock to some people listening to this, that first children are quite precious. You know, they get their toys and they keep it to themselves. They're not great at sharing. Second children very often are much more free. They're much more casual about things. And when they fall over and their parents say, look, at some point you've got to get up because I'm not calling an ambulance like I did for your brother and sister. Yeah. That kind of thing goes on. So it's interesting to see when you look at personality types, when people don't succeed first time and then they say, well, I'm not any good at it. I'm just going to stick to what I know. They're nearly always first children. That's yeah. maybe something you didn't know. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. I think it's also more interesting than the world we live in now where, I mean, if I take my two kids as an example, my second child is also kind of a first child because it's from two different marriages, right? So there's like a weird hybrid thing in there of there is an older sibling, but only from one of the parents. So, you know, myself having the two kids, I, I, I remember being a lot, of bit, a lot more concerned with my son than I am with my daughter around certain things. Okay. However, my daughter's mum, it's her first child, right? So although she was around for my son growing up and was like a mum to him, our daughter was her first child. So it's, I, I think the, I hear what you're saying, but I think the dynamics of that are yeah, shifting 100%. with the world we now live in as opposed to the one we were in 20, 30 years yep. ago, you know? Agreed. Um, which, you know, maybe you're going to have more animals that have to come out as a result. Well, in the new book, and I'm so glad you mentioned <laughs> this because that's a perfect segment, we're introducing four new animals. And, and part of it is because there are traits of the animals that when they don't get their needs met, they morph into other animals. So by the time this episode comes out, hopefully the book will be out. And, you know, and, and, so, and so what's... You know, if the book is or isn't out, if people want to like pre-order it or order it on Amazon, what is the title of the book, Nigel? Well, we're going to tell you that a bit later on because we have just agreed the title and what's really interesting with the title of the book, and I'm hesitating because I want to make sure that everyone gets to get the exact title because I have said it wrong three times in the last week. <laughs> so the exact title is Zookeeper Rules for the Office. Tame the Beasts and build a team and thrive, develop effective leadership and communication skills for the zoo that is your workplace. Awesome. Now, Nigel's just read that, so hopefully it's accurate. But if it's not, right, which is possible knowing Nigel, just search Amazon for Nigel Risner and you're going to find it anyway, right? Because it could change by the time the cover comes out again. But what's really interesting, going back to that, is that, you know, the cover has changed a couple of times. It wasn't exactly what we thought it was going to be. And I'm hoping that for everyone who's listened to this podcast, that you realise that 2020 will be the year you make it, but it may not be exactly the journey you thought you were going to go on because things will step up. We may have a new government. We may have. We may be in Europe. We may be out of Europe. Lots of things will change. And I want to leave this message that says, change is not a problem for people. Uncertainty is the issue. Yeah. So if you know that change is going to be around and we can survive it, you don't need to worry. What frightens us always is uncertainty. So I was uncertain about my health. That's now cleared up. But I know things are going to change. I'm probably going to lose a bit more weight and I may even put a few pounds back on. Yeah. And that's called our body changing. But I'm not worried about the change. I'm managing my uncertainty. 
Yeah, I think the other thing to remember in there is we always have a responsibility, which I know you talk about E plus R equals O, and we did an episode on that quite early um, in, in you know in this podcast. I think it's, I don't know, somewhere in the first 10, 15 episodes, I think. If you go back, you'll find it. The title is E plus R equals O, um, where you talk about, you know, it's the events or the experiences in your life plus your reaction or response that creates your outcomes. The way I talk about the same thing, and we've also done this in a previous episode, is that it's your responsibility, as in it's your ability to choose how you respond, right? Same thing, different meaning, different uh, translation, but same, same concept. And going back to the whole embrace the suck thing and kids learning to walk, the one thing I would encourage you to do from this episode, and it's good timing because we've come to an end, the one thing I would encourage you to do from this episode is if you see other people taking steps and then falling over rather than criticize them for falling over help them celebrate the fact they took the steps which goes back to giving people feed forward and not feedback so exactly. what could you do next time to get up quicker or have more fun not telling them what they did wrong they know they fell over trust it's- me Every child knows they're falling over. Exactly. And for me, you know, I've been coaching quite a few people recently around things like video creation and, you know, social media content, podcast content, this this kind of stuff. And it's scary when you start doing it. When you do your first Facebook Live, it's scary. Well, also, you your know? face looks so bloody fat. But that's a separate issue. Ah, well, actually, it's not even it's not even so much weight. The thing for most people about how they look on camera, there is an answer to that, right? Well, it's the, called Photoshop, Neil. We yeah, know you've no, done no, it for no, years. No, it's not even that. It's I'll tell you what it is. Let's but, do that in the next episode. Okay, cool. Okay, we'll come back to that. So let's wrap this one up. If you've enjoyed this episode, do us a favor, share it with other people. If you've learned something, share what you've learned. Give us a five-star review. And if you want to spend time with us to make sure that 2020 is your best year ever and you get your 2020 vision perfectly in alignment then make sure you go and register at bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority and we'll see you next week